Blog Talk Radio. Carol the Coach. Sex, love, and relationships. We talk about it here. Carol the Coach. Compassion with contemporary relevance. I am a psychotherapist. I can be your personal life coach and I can help you with your issues. There are no problems too small or too big. You can talk about anything. Speaker, columnist, radio TV host, and commentator. Carol the Coach brings messages of wellness and empowerment within reach of everyday people every day. Almost five years ago, I lost my soulmate in an accident. He was killed in a plane crash. Life just for me has seemed to stop. There are groups all over the city. I mean, I teach one. It is a specific way to start thinking so that you shift how you see the world, which then shifts your energy, and then you feel better and you actually see things differently. Carol the Coach, always available to at carolthecoach.com. Now, I've got Russell on the line. I'm 47 years old. I'm a truck driver. I am married. I have a wife in San Francisco. Okay. I haven't been home in six months. My thing is, I, I don't know if I have a sex addiction or what the problem is. Why do I want what I can't have? And as soon as I can have it, I don't want it anymore. You're right on target when you say, I don't know if I have a sexual addiction. Well, guess what? Yes, you do. And you know what? That's my specialty, Russell. So you're at the right place. Continue. I meet women online and, and I'm in a different part of the country. I, I travel all 48 states, so I love sex. I hear self-esteem issues. You never felt good enough and you didn't feel like you were getting what you should have then and you're re- Reenacting that now. Do you want to change that about yourself? Oh, yeah. You know, it does take a lot of change and it takes a lot of work. And if there was one complaint that I got from sex addicts who were in relationships, they would say, Carol, I'm doing all the work but you haven't really given her much work. And I say, you're right. You have to do 85% of the work to right the wrong. And it is hard work, but it's worth it. Now, that's help her heal. In help them heal, I, um, I really wrote that book to navigate you through the three stages of partner betrayal. But more than that, I knew that now we have to have the partner be open to the changes, be receptive to it, and then to begin to trust you again. And that's a lot of work. Hey, so I'm calling all couples, calling all couples, (laughs) because we have spots left for our intensive that Heidi Kinsella from Fourth Dimension is providing, and it's going to be actually the end of this month. It is March 23rd, 24th, 25th, 6th, and 7th. Guys, this is no um, easy feat. It's based on my book, Help Them Heal, and she's asked me, please, 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 Carol, come out for the first one. I want you out here for the inaugural. I want your guidance. I want your supervision, and I want your facilitation. So I am doing it with Heidi, and I can't wait. I can't wait to work with six to eight couples to help them go through this book and to heal. Now, if you want more information, you can contact me, 
carol at carolthecoach.com. And I will send you the flyer. I'll send you the registration form. Or you can go to fourthdimensioncounseling.com, and you will see that intensive list, list listed. It's the Help Them Heal Intensive for March 2023. Now, I'm going to tell you, I am not doing another intensive. I love intensives, but I've got too many clients and too many presentations and too many faculty obligations. I am doing this for my colleague because I adore her, but I'm not doing another one. So if you want to get to work with me, at the end of this month, we're going to be walking you through the stages of safety and stabilization, grief, mourning, anger, and loss, and then over there to post-traumatic growth. And it doesn't matter where you're at. We give you exposure to all of them, and we try to show you that you could still be looking for safety and have some post-traumatic growth in you. So it's an exciting process. This is exciting for everybody. To get to do intensives as a couple for five days instead of 45 days, and I think she's really affordable, but I cannot put her prices on the air. Um, and I don't know, but I know many of you have wanted to work with Carol the Coach. So be thinking about that intensive at the end of this month. And I hope to see you soon. Go to fourthdimensioncounseling.com and ask for Heidi. All right. Speaking of uh, exciting moments. Tomorrow, we are going to see a new book pop up. You can actually pre-order it today. You don't have to wait for tomorrow. But if I understand it correctly, you're going to get to read The Betrayal Bind, How to Heal When the Person You Love the Most Hurts You the Worst. And, and actually... Oh, boy, Michelle's on, and Michelle, you need to mute your Zoom. There you go. Mute that Zoom, Michelle. There you go. Mute that Zoom, Michelle. Oh, we're having a little bit of technical difficulty, but she did mute her Zoom. And do you have the phone? Have you called into the show? Okay. So you're going to want to put me on speaker or talk to me like this because I want you to tell everybody about your book. So I'm going to actually, I'm so excited to have her on. I think, Michelle, didn't I have you on years ago? Yeah, I've been on a couple times over the past few years, yeah. I know. And, you know, we always love seeing each other at ICAP at their conferences. Now we're both yeah. faculty members of a couples program, and I am yeah, just so super. happy to have you here. Uh, so tell us a little bit about the new book that they can pre-order today, but it actually yeah. officially comes tomorrow. Yes, the book is out tomorrow. So the book is called The Betrayal Bind, How to Heal When the Person You Love the Most has hurt you the worst, and the book introduces a new attachment-based model 
for looking at understanding and healing partner betrayal. So it's really for any betrayed partner, whether they're dealing with um, infidelity, like an isolated infidelity, all the way to dealing with recovering uh, a partner who's dealing with a sex addiction. Any and everything all in between. So the book is really written for uh, specifically for betrayed partners dealing with any kind of sexual betrayal. And, you know, I love this because this is a must-read for the betrayed, but, of course, we expect the betrayer to get on board and read it, too. It'll help you to understand what is going on with your wife or your partner, you know. And then, having read a part of this book, I said, oh, my gosh, this is a great book for therapists. So you have been able, you've managed to write this book for all of us. Amazing. <laughs> you know, it, it, I have held all of it in my head at one time because I really, um, I mean, it is written to betrayed partners, but I do, I definitely think the betraying partner will get so much out of it, not just about their partner, but even about themselves and yeah. understanding more about themselves as well. Um, and then, yes, of course, it's because the kind of lays out a, a new way of thinking about it from an attachment-based perspective. Mm-hmm. And will you share a little bit about that? You know, our partners are so savvy. When they get information, they absorb it like a sponge. And so mm-hmm. I'm always so impressed when they know the newest, the greatest, this really is a new way to look at partner betrayal through the eyes of attachment. So tell us a little bit about your theory. Well, so there's different parts to theory. I I think, um, and the way I'm looking at it, I think from, let me kind of start just big picture. I think from the big picture, I think that as a field, you know, and so as a therapeutic field, and then also for everybody who is, in seeking help in the field of dealing with betrayal, I think we all get it at this point that when you've experienced sexual betrayal, you've experienced the trauma. Mm -hmm. I think people understand that and they understand that their behaviors and the things that are happening to them come out of the fact that there is a traumatic impact from the betrayal. The thing that Mm -hmm. I think sort of missing that I think we really need to look at and understand better for the trauma symptoms, there is your attachment system. And everything really starts in the entire chain in your body. Everything really starts at the point of experiencing a loss of relational safety. And it's the loss of relational safety with ourselves, with our partner, that actually creates the trauma and then creates the trauma symptoms, and then creates the behaviors that come out of the trauma symptoms. So at the core, it's the first thing that happens is we experience a loss of safe connection. And then when we understand that, it actually helps us understand our behaviors differently. Because our behaviors are not just because our threat center is highly activated and all of that, but our behaviors are actually motivated 
from a relational place. And we're actually trying to get ourselves back to some kind of relational safety, usually. So there are all Mm -hmm. kinds of relational and attachment-based motivations going on that drive the behaviors that betrayed partners tend to engage in once they have discovered the betrayal in their relationship. So I think when we understand that and when we, it changes how we're seeing what partners are doing, it changes our understanding of why the behaviors look the way they look, and then it changes our understanding of how to work with those behaviors and help betrayed partners to heal. And so I really love your vulnerability because not only do you speak as an educator and as a counselor, but you also speak from your own personal experience with recovery. And obviously you are full-fledged in post-traumatic growth or as APSATS calls it, um, restoration of self. Uh, And so... I love the fact that you were that vulnerable. Did you worry at all about sharing your story so publicly? You know, I, yeah, I don't think anybody shares their story publicly that doesn't have a little bit of nervousness about that, right? So, I just, of course, there was a little bit of that. But I think, you know, I've shared the parts of my story that I feel comfortable sharing. So it's not a, you know all kind of thing, but I think also the reason that I think the way I do about this, that I um, have developed this this new model and this way of thinking, it, it comes out of my own personal experience with betrayal, and I've been thinking about this issue ever since then, you know, so that was a long time ago, and it certainly has taken on a life of its own where it isn't really so much about my story, but it's about all the stories of all the partners now for over two decades. And um, just seeing like, here's what I think is really happening. And here's what I think we need to really understand about it. And so I think having my story in the mix, you know, helps kind of give everybody an understanding of where, where my thinking all began and what sort of birthed my thinking and then my growth in my thinking and development of my thinking over the past couple of decades as I've been working with betrayed partners and um, sex addicts and trauma and relationship issues, all of those things. Yeah, I would agree with that. And I also believe that between the fact that it is personal and you lived it and you've moved through it, and you are doing that 12-step work. I mean, it's that giving back. That's part of post-traumatic growth. Um, you know, what I love about this book is that it's a step-by-step guide. It really mm. walks partners through what they're dealing with, what they're going to deal with, over to the other side. So would you mind just kind of breaking down your book, whether it be by chapters or by segments to let our listening audience know what they can expect? Um, You know, where I start with the book is a little bit about my own story. So I start there and then I start just with us with a conversation about just how complex this really, this topic really is, right? That when we're dealing with betrayal 
we often use the language of post-traumatic stress disorder, that kind of thing. But actually, most betrayed partners are mid-trauma when they're coming in for help. They're not, they're not out of the trauma. And that actually makes healing quite challenging. So I start with kind of a conversation about that. And then the way that I look at the issue of partner betrayal is I look at it that every partner experiences three types of injuries as a result of the betrayal. So there's an attachment injury, and the attachment injury is the damage to the safe and secure bond within the relationship. So it's the damage to your relational bond through secret sexual behavior. The second injury is an emotional and psychological injury, and that injury is about the confusing experience of being lied to and manipulated and gaslighted by your partner, your most significant other, in an effort to keep their secret sexual behavior hidden. And then the third injury is a sexual injury. And the sexual injury has to do with the way in which your sexuality as a betrayed partner is impacted by the secret sexual behavior and by living in a relationship where that has been going on, whatever that has looked like for you. So the way the book is laid out is I walk people through each of these three injuries in depth. Because in each of these three injuries, there's a lot of stuff to think about. And again, we're looking at each of these three injuries from a relational perspective and from the perspective of what happens in the attachment system and then how that impacts the, these areas of injury. So the book is laid out in three, actually it's laid out in four parts, but the first three parts each cover one of these types of injuries. And then the last part of the book lays out the, I have what I call the Braving Hope Treatment Model, and that's the six-phase process of healing. And it lays out in each of these six phases of healing what's happening typically for you as a betrayed partner during this phase, and then what are the outcomes that you want to see happen as you grow and go through healing. I always think about things from an outcome perspective, like here's the outcome we want, so I've laid out during this phase, here are the outcomes, here's the task and the outcome that you need to accomplish for healing during these phases. And that is part four of the book, really looks at that, that healing process and what should be happening. And I'm assuming that those phases apply whether you're with your partner, you're separated, you're divorced, or you're somewhere in between, you know, you're going back and forth. Yes, 100%. Like you're going to, you're going to go through all the phases, regardless of whether you are staying in or leaving your uh, relationship. They're going to look a little different for you, perhaps. But quite honestly, I think, I think almost everything in the book, every betrayed partner deals with. It can look a little different depending on where they're at in their relationship, out of the relationship, in the process of getting out, and you know, all the permutations of that. But the things that are there, they're still going to be dealing with them. They're still going to have impacts to their sexuality. They're still going to have them dealing with gaslighting and how that has impacted their sense of being able to connect to and hold their own reality and awareness. They're still going to be dealing with um, the ramifications of the loss 
of their relationship and what has happened for them and their attachment. So it doesn't matter. You're still, you still have, I always say there's no, um, there's no way out but through with partner betrayal. And whether you leave your relationship or stay, you still have healing to do. Yeah. And, and, you know, you speak, you've spoken so much about gaslighting and gaslighting is kind of an interesting concept. I know that most of our listeners know what gaslighting is, but oftentimes when a partner comes into my office, she almost sees gaslighting on a continuum. If he's arguing with her, he's gaslighting. If he's trying to Mm -hmm. make her feel crazy, he's gaslighting. If she does feel crazy, he's gaslighting. And, And I try to help her understand that You know, yes, we teach sex addicts being defensive and to do whatever we can. They need to do whatever they can to help her feel safe. And certainly arguing with her isn't part of that. And at the same time, they have a right to their opinion or whatever. But truly, would you describe what the, the true definition of gaslighting is for our listening audience? I can tell you how I define it. I don't know that it's the true definition, but I can tell you how I define it. So gaslighting is basically when you are trying to hide something, keep something from somebody, and basically you are making them doubt their ability to perceive reality accurately in some way. And I have, uh, I kind of, my model of gaslighting is that there are four types of gaslighting that people experience. There's lying, which is just, you know, I was at the office when I was really with my affair partner. There's reality manipulation, which is trying to tell you that you didn't see or hear or experience something that you did see or hear or experience. So this is where we're really making the partner doubt their own five senses and how they take in information. Um, the third escape, the cheating partner blames the betrayed partner for their cheating behaviors in some way and somehow blames the character defects or, you know, we're all imperfect. So somehow blames out their behavior on the betrayed partner. And then coercion is trying to coerce the betrayed partner into being okay and accepting behaviors that perhaps they don't want to accept within the relationship or being okay with things that they find really intolerable in some way. So I think there are different forms of gaslighting. I think part of dealing with gaslighting and healing from gaslighting is actually learning how to tolerate when you have one reality and your partner has a different reality, right? Rather than needing at all times for both realities to always line up. So that's like a whole, you know, conversation and lesson in and of itself, but that is part of what's necessary for really being able to deal with and step out of the dance of being the gap ladies in the relationship. Yeah, so how does one do that? How do they step out of that trauma dance? Well, so I would say the the place that I tend to start with betrayed partners on this is that because most betrayed partners, I think, are asking the wrong question about this. They're often asking the question, how, how do I trust my partner? And I always say to them, that is the wrong place to start. 
the place that we want to start is actually how do you trust you? And that we have to take a look at what is interrupting your ability to be grounded in your reality, hold your reality and your awareness, um, and then deal with your reality appropriately. And there are a whole bunch of steps involved in learning how to do those three things. Um, But that's where it starts is really rebuilding trust with yourself as a betrayed partner and knowing I can not only hold on to my reality, even when I am being gaslighted, but I actually know what to do when that happens. I know how to take care of myself. I know how to hold on to things. I know how to respond. I have tools around this and I know how to stay in awareness rather than going into unawareness about what's going on in the relationship. Mm-hmm. And then again, so many partners will describe the situation and I say, you know, and maybe you believe that DARVO is part of gaslighting, but DARVO looks a lot like gaslighting. It's obviously when he denies the reality and attacks mm-hmm. her for her beliefs, reversing the roles, and all of a sudden he's the victim and she's the mm-hmm. offender. Mm-hmm. And boy, we see that a lot in an addict trying to preserve his deception, his addiction, and his reality. Wouldn't you agree? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the only thing I would say on that that I think – I think if I think about my my clients who are dealing with addiction, often when they are doing that kind of DARVO behavior, they actually do know that they're doing it badly. Mm-hmm. It's not so much mm-hmm. they're all the way in reality themselves. They're just really trying to hide hide what needs to stay hidden, and they're willing to engage in these kind of egregious relational behaviors to keep it hidden. I don't know that they so much fully believe themselves. Sometimes they do. Sometimes they think they believe everything they're saying, but sometimes I think they're really aware that they're lying and that they're manipulating the partner, that they're doing it to keep everything hidden. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, I know that you personally – Obviously, I'm talking to Michelle Mays, and she has just written this book, Betrayal Bind, How to Heal When the Person You Love the Most Hurts You the Worst. And that comes out tomorrow, but you can pre-order that book by going to Amazon or to your website and pre-ordering it today. Um, But one of the things I know is that you have just expanded, expanded, and expanded your services Um, in so many different ways. I know we share a therapist who, for me, he runs my men's group. I've handed it off to him, and that's a sex addict men's group, just an amazing job. And and for you, he runs a group too. Um, Mm -hmm. So about the services that you offer, you know, or you contract to offer. Okay. Well, so for the past, uh, in May, it'll be three years, we've been running our coaching program, our 12-week coaching program for Betrayed Partners. And 
I was actually on a call with all our alumni on Friday because we do a, a, a call with them every six weeks or stuff. And I was like, you guys have already, you know, gotten a taste of the book, but not everybody else has because everybody who's gone through that coaching program, that coaching program is based on this new model. And so everyone that goes through that gets to walk through all these different pieces of the model and really work through healing partner betrayal. So that coaching program is called Braving Hope, How to Heal, wait, uh, Braving Hope, How to Become the Hero of Your Betrayal Story. So that's one of our things that we're doing. Um, uh, the therapist, Aaron, that you're talking about, he runs our Foundation for Recovery group. And that is for male partners who are dealing with um, sexual addiction, sexual compulsivity, and that are early on in recovery and really need to do like the beginning task work of recovery to lay a really solid foundation for their later recovery, for long-term sobriety, long-term relational recovery. So that's a 12-week group, and he runs that. Um, he's in the middle of it right now, I believe, and uh, we run that a few times a year. Um, and then we also do a couple's mastermind. And that's for folks who have graduated out of our coaching program and are farther down the road in their relationship. This is for couples that I think as a field, we've done a really good job of supporting couples kind of early, early in the stages, early recovery, but not so much like when they hit year three, four, that kind of thing. So we have a couples mastermind uh, and it's small. We only take 10 couples in there at a time, but we work with them for a year and do uh, coaching and meetings, and they fly in and do intensives twice a year to really support their long-term coupleship and recovery in their coupleship long-term. I, I so agree with you. I mean, that's why I wrote Help Them Heal, because I feel like people, coaches and clinicians, understand what it takes to stabilize the couple, the partner, or the addict. That's well spelled out. There's lots of programming. But when it comes to the grief, the mourning, the anger work, and then that fine-tuning of a new relationship, they're kind of on their own. And this is a new field. We're pioneers in it. And when you know better, you do better. When you get started, you really work hard at making that happen for everybody to the best of your ability. So you said you've been doing this for a couple of decades, correct? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, yeah. And we both started out as feedback. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I know you're a um, you're an LPC, which is a licensed mm -hmm. practitioner counseling, and then you're a CSAT and you're a CSAT supervisor. And I'm assuming you became a CSAT because of your um, own partner betrayal. Yeah, I did. I well, I became a CSAT because when I when I started counseling, when I entered the field, I did start working with betrayed partners, and then they started bringing their significant others into therapy as well. So I started working with. The addiction, and I think because in my own recovery, I had looked at my own compulsive relational issues in the relationship. I just really understood both parts of it. I understood the addictive part. I understood 
part and the betrayal part, and I really enjoyed both of it. Like, I enjoyed working with both sides. I'm a systems thinker, so I liked kind of holding all of it together. Um, and so I decided I need to go get my feet that and do that. And so I did that, and that was back, like, uh, in the early early and mid-2000s. So that was a while ago. I think we did it about the same time. I graduated in 2007. Yeah, 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 yeah. That, we would have been – we probably were in mods together and didn't know it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah well and I, I have to say I so appreciate your work Carol because I do feel like you are one who's trying to create resources that don't exist right because it is a new area of treatment and all of that it's, there's a lot to be done yet to serve people and I feel like you're really working to create resources that don't exist yet and it's really beautiful oh thank you very much and you know, when you know better, you're, you do better. And I felt like my book, Help or Heal, begun to help the addict develop empathy. And then I went with Unleashing Your Power because I said, hey, I can't write something for him without writing something for her. And then I kind of merged those two. And out of that came IRCAM, the Early Recovery Couples Empathy Model. And that's what I've really been promoting now, I'm not a partner, and I don't mm-hmm. – I, I always believe, and it's something I asked Patrick Carnes. I said, Patrick, do you think it's a problem that I'm not, at the time, I was in my CSAT, that I'm not a recovering sex addict? Because many, many, many of our CSATs are. And he said, no, you don't have to have cancer to cure it. <laughs> Treat it. <laughs> Good story, yep. When I worked with – addicts and they started to get better and their wives or their partners didn't, my heart broke again because she didn't ask for it or the partner didn't ask for it. I still do the he, she because I'm in Indianapolis and I get mostly he's and she's, although certainly I work with gay partners. And um, But my point is that I could I couldn't have a conscience and not do something for the coupleship. Plus, what I wanted to do and help them heal is to get her to be more receptive to its changes. You know, she's been so hurt, and she's so guarded, and she doesn't want to get duped again. And so oftentimes in this business of sex addiction, even when they're on the right road, they'll slip, and they'll go back to some of those old behaviors. And then... She feels like she's back at square one, even though she isn't, because she's gained skills. So that's why I said, i got to write something that will help uh, the partner be more open and also believe in post-traumatic growth, even if they don't remain a couple. Because you and I both know, partner's in the driver's seat. She gets to decide her future. It may not be the way she wanted to, but she still has the choice. You know, so tell me what you think is the greatest thing that your readers will get from this book. Hmm. I think if you're a betrayed partner and you read this book, I think you're going to feel like a sigh of relief. Because I think you're going to have new language and concepts and imagery to understand 
your internal experience in a different way. And I think just understanding what is happening inside of you and, and how it manifests outside of you in your behavior and in your relationship can be enormously regulating and calming and grounding to have a different way of thinking about it and a different way of talking about it. And then be empowered to work with it in a different way in your own healing. So I think it's going to be relieving and empowering for betrayed partners. I think for clinicians, um, my hope is that it will be really enlightening for them as well, that they will see what's happening with their, with their clients differently and perhaps have a different way of entering into their client's experience and intervening, um, different ways and methods of working with them. And then I guess for the betraying partner, what I would hope is that they have, they would also take away like a real understanding of this is what's happening with my significant other. This is what their experience is like, and this is why it looks the way it looks in our relationship. And I also now understand myself differently too. I understand my partner differently. I self differently. And that helps our relationship. If you're, if you're staying together as a couple. Well, absolutely. And again, the betrayal bind, how to heal when the person you love the most hurts you the worst, um, is a step-by-step guide to help you understand yourself, to help you understand what's happening to you. And really, it's based on well-grounded resources and research on um, trauma and restoration, and that's what I think is so unique because it's such an easy read. And then for any therapists who are listening to the show, and I know I've got a bunch of you, um, it helps you to walk her or even them through that process too. So it's a win, win, win. You wrote it. It's so articulate. It's so beautifully written. Uh, So Michelle, Tell them about your website. I don't know if you'd rather them go to your website to buy it or if you'd rather them go to Amazon. I checked out Amazon. I was so trying to get an image uh, to put on, uh, and it wouldn't do it. I, no matter what I did, I couldn't get an image of your book. But it's it's a really, it's a beautiful book filled with a lot of understanding. So where would you like them to go to buy the book? You know, we actually don't have it available on my website, so you can't purchase it there. On the website, you can hit a link, and it'll take you to all the places that you can order it, which basically wherever you get your books, you can order it. So it's on Amazon. It's on Barnes & Noble. It's on all of the different um, outlets, and it is out tomorrow. So if you've pre-ordered it, it will hopefully ship to you tomorrow, and if not, it'll be uh, available to be ordered in real time and you to get it and download it or order the paperback, whatever you like to do. And there's an audio version as well. Did you do the Audible or the audio? I did not do the Audible. I was not given the opportunity to do it. So, no, someone else did it at the publisher, but they did a nice job with it. So I think, I think everybody will enjoy it very much. So. Well, I did. <laughs> And I proofed every chapter of 19 chapters, and would you believe 
they got it wrong. And my clients started, they said, oh, I just love when you said, oh, no, take two. Let's do it again. And I'm like, you heard that <laughs> in chapter one? And, of course, I proofread it. So who knows what happened? But we got it worked out within the fourth day. And I know from talking to you, you get how things look like they're going a certain direction, and then all of a sudden there's just a little bit of a glitch that makes them human, us human, whatever. Um, again, get her book, The Betrayal Book, How to Heal When the Person You Love the Most Hurts You the Worst. Extraordinary work. Thank you so much for coming on the show, and best of luck to you and um, faculty members for a couple's certification program to help you all heal. So it's um, it's wonderful to see you. It's wonderful to be part of that program. Hopefully I'll see you at ISAP maybe in April. But thank you for having me on today. I so appreciate it and getting to talk about the book. Well, absolutely. I'm getting the book. I guarantee you she gave me kind of the, the cheater, and I read every every sentence of that. So thank you again, and have a great week, and we'll see you at the end of April. All right. Take care. Thank you. You're welcome. So, again, Michelle Mays, who has this new book out, fabulous, The Betrayal Bind, How to Heal When the Person You Love the Most Hurts You the Worst. Very exciting part of being pioneers in this field is that it's still a very close-knit family. We love each other. Said, I've got to go. I've got to go edit the recovery day. I had a sex addict in recovery request, would you speak through telehealth to our retreat? And I said, oh, I'm so busy, but yes, I will. And then I found out I had to make make a video called Minding the Gap. And it's on vulnerability, sponsorship, and the fourth step. Right up my alley. So I got to finish editing it. Because, of course, I couldn't just do it and let it go. I had to change a few things around. So have a great week. Thanks for tuning in. And as I say at the end of every show, There will only be one of you at all times fearlessly have the courage to be yourself and get Michelle's book. We'll talk to you next week with more Sex Help with Carol, the coach. Have a good one.